a Canadian living in China, uh, convicted of drug trafficking, is going to now be put to death. And this is the, I think, latest confirmation. It's, it's absolutely the latest confirmation of China escalating its retaliatory actions against our country uh, since the arrest of Huawei's CEO, Meng Wanzhou. So Robert uh, Schellenberg, uh, who once worked in the oil patch before jetting off to China for an adventure in 2014, uh, is who we're talking about. And um, that's when he went to China before he was arrested and then convicted for trafficking uh, drugs. And his first trial got him a 15-year sentence. And he challenged that, hoping to get a better outcome. And that did not happen, clearly, because of what has happened to the CEO of Huawei. And uh, the one-day trial that was held for him turned into a death sentence. And China executes more people than any other country in the world. We don't actually have numbers because they don't release them. But it is apparently in the thousands. And while you can bet there are some kinds of negotiations going on in back rooms, I think there's no question that this is uh, being done to send a message and that this young man's being used as a political weapon. And the chances of his uh, life being spared... I would think next to impossible. Let's bring in John Cam to this uh, discussion. He is with the San Francisco-based Dwai Hua Foundation. He is an expert on dealing in these situations. He joins us now. John, what would you say the um, prognosis is for this particular Canadian who's been given a death sentence? Can he possibly uh, turn this thing around? Well, in cases of appeal um, for... Uh, of all appeals, I shouldn't say just in death penalty cases, but uh, when cases are appealed to the next court up, which is what Robert Schellenberg will now do to the high court, there's a success rate of under 15, under 15 percent. Jeez. Now, if that, in fact, uh, is what happens here, that, uh, in fact, the appeal is rejected, then all death penalty cases must go to the Supreme People's Court in Beijing for review. And there, the reversal rate for death penalty uh, cases is about uh, less than 10%. So, uh, you know, the odds are long, but they're certainly it's certainly worth taking. Uh, my hope is that as has usually been the case in the Chinese justice system, uh, things move slowly. And in Robert Schellenberg's case, the longer it takes for the appeal to be heard and for the review to be heard, if the appeal is unsuccessful, the better. What is striking about the current situation is how quickly mm -hmm. the courts have moved. You see? In other words, uh, his case is because his case is not new. It had gone through what he was trying to do exactly. was get his sentence reduced. And that's right. It turned around and all of a sudden it's much worse. Is there any question in your mind that this is very much a message being sent by China? Well, a message is certainly being sent. What that message is, I'm not entirely sure. They may be, of course, sending the message of uh, of how seriously they view drug crimes, which they do, of course. Uh, drug trafficking is uh, the crime that attracts the second highest number of death sentences, according to our research. Murder is the first. So one message certainly they're sending is 
in terms of, uh, you know, if you're trafficking in drugs, China can and will execute you. Now, there's also this very tense relationship between China and Canada. And we have on the record statements by Chinese officials that suggest linkage between the current situation and uh, cases of Canadians in trouble. Uh, the editor-in-chief of the Chinese party-owned newspaper Global Times uh, said that not long after the detention of the two Canadian citizens on uh, endangering state security grounds, this fellow said that uh, unless the Huawei case was resolved, then revenge, mm -hmm. China's revenge, would be... Uh, much more serious than detaining a Canadian. Right. And we have two Canadians being detained. And now we've heard of this uh, gentleman, uh, you know, Mr. Schellenberg, uh, with a death sentence. And the prime minister um, made it pretty clear today that, you know, China is arbitrarily doing this, which is new language for the prime minister. Uh, really, I get the sense that he's trying to make an appeal to our allies to, you know, up the ante and give us some support. What would be going on behind the scenes as far as negotiations? Well, I would I would say first of all that uh, you know, Canada should in fact make it abundantly clear to China that there will be serious consequences if in fact uh, this man is executed. Mm -hmm. uh, this this could have a long lasting effect on China Canada relations. Uh, so I think a lot of that kind of language is going on. Um, but of course, I don't know. I, I haven't been consulted by the Canadian government. How much worse then do you think this gets? Because Canada's pretty easy to kick around. You know, it's one thing for China to have an axe to grind with Mr. Uh, Trump and, and America because they can go and back and forth. No one's going to, you know, arbitrarily kind of poke uh, the United States because they know that there are such severe consequences. But Canada, you know, we're kind of easy to kick around. And so where do you see this going? And Given that the Americans have given a travel advisory to the American people, should our government not have done that or be doing that? I, I, I had thought that Canada did issue a travel advisory. Maybe not official. Law. Not official. Well, look, I mean, obviously, this uh, this most recent development is extremely serious, and uh, you know, the Canadian government needs to react strongly. What form that reaction takes. I really can't say. Uh, you would have to really look at the entire relationship and where uh, might it be vulnerable in terms of reaction. You see, I, I don't know. I haven't done enough research. For instance, you know, Schellenberg was, uh, was sentenced to death in, in a city called Dalian. Well, does Dalian have a sister city relationship with any city in uh, Canada? Right. See? right. So I would look at those kind of things. Uh, certainly, um, you know, it's true that, uh, you know, China feels, I think, that it can uh, bully uh, some countries. I'm not so sure that Canada is, uh, is a good target. Uh, it's not my impression that it's easy to kick Canada around. But if the Chinese uh, have such an idea, then they need to be disabused of it.
As far as you're concerned, Huawei, the whole kind of the the, the launch of this latest chapter, um, you know, we've got uh, the CEO in, in, well, she's on house arrest, and she's being treated as any other Canadian would be uh, if taken in. I mean, we're going by the books on this. Do you get the sense that Canada now, obviously caught in the middle of our allies, our Five Eye allies, and China now taking Canadians or kidnapping Canadians, essentially, um, or now giving death sentences, is there any, um, are, are, you know, any Anything in your mind that tells you that we should not uh, be continuing with Huawei or continuing so? No, I don't think so. Look, I mean, China is a country that genuinely uh, respects uh, rule of law. Uh, This individual has been accused of a felony in the United States. Uh, An extradition request was made. Uh, It's uh, going through the uh, Canadian courts. Uh, I see... No reason or whatsoever, and and I don't think it would be appropriate to interfere in the judicial process. Now the Chinese are saying the same thing. They they if you go to the Chinese government and you know complain about the Schellenberg uh, judgment, uh, the Chinese government, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, would simply say, well, you know, uh, courts are independent. We can't interfere. Well, in the case of Canada, that is the truth. So, <laughs> no, I don't think that uh, anything should be done to change, to alter the course of justice. No, but what about Huawei, the whole security issues around this particular 5G network? I mean, is it clear or should it be clear to Canadian officials that we cannot allow this to continue and we must sever ties with Huawei? Well, again, I, I don't know enough about Huawei's uh, interests in Canada. I think you've seen that, in fact, a number of countries are now examining Huawei. There was an espionage case in Poland. New Zealand is uh, considering whether or not to adopt Huawei technology for 5G. Uh, Many countries, not only Five Eyes countries, are assessing their relationship and their business relationships with Huawei. So that will continue, I'm sure. Well, we'll see where this uh, takes us, but um, in your estimate, Mr. Schellenberg's in an awful lot of trouble, correct? Of course he is. Uh, you know, as I've just said, it's first of all, it's, uh, you know, more than 85% of the time yeah. appeals are rejected. And if it goes to the Supreme Court, less than 10% uh, are successful in terms of the review. So, yes, he's in a lot of trouble. And uh, I know his family is heartbroken. Uh, I'm trying to do whatever I can to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a very, very difficult situation. Absolutely. Mr. Camp, thanks so much for joining us. I know you're busy. Okay, thank you. That is uh, John Cam, who clearly is uh, working with this particular family to help out and, uh, you know, is not exactly optimistic. So we'll wait and see on this. And I know that there are many who will say, well, too bad. Don't go to another country. Don't steal. No, you shouldn't. You ever seen that show Locked Up Abroad? Terrible show. But, again, going to jail and being put to death, two totally different consequences. Where will this take us? I do not know, but I would not be traveling to China. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.